Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. What is up, guys? Dr. Sophia here, and I am back with another video. If you are new, then don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so that you can stay updated on all of my content. Don't forget to like this video, and don't forget to share it, and don't forget to check the description box because I always put a lot of stuff in there, specifically my store where all of my books and products are. So if so, what we're going to be talking about today is we're going to be talking about how to draw boundaries. And even as a Christian, because y'all know that this is a faith-based channel, I'm going to say, I'm going to give you permission that it is okay for you to draw boundaries because I know a lot of Christians fall into the trap of, I have to do everything for everybody and be in everybody's face, even at the expense of myself, oftentimes causing you to be frustrated and causing you to burn out. It's not simple to draw boundaries against yourself, draw boundaries around yourself. And I'm going to tell you five ways on how to do it. So first, why is it important to draw boundaries? And I actually want to take a Bible verse or a Bible story so that you can understand that it's not simple to do this and drawing boundaries and caring for ourselves is what God wants us to do. So the first, if you know Moses, which you should, you know, he's prominent in the Old Testament, is that Moses was basically, when they got to settle in the desert, he was basically doing everything. And his father-in-law came to visit him and he was sitting doing the judging from day until night. And so this is where it's going to pick up. Moses' father-in-law said to him, the thing that you are doing is not good. You will certainly wear out both yourself and these people who are with you because the task is too heavy for you to bear. You cannot do it alone. That's Exodus 18, 17 through 18. And that is through the Amplified Bible. I will link the Amplified Bible that I use um, to read from that you can buy down below. But I want to take a few points that he's trying to say, because you have to understand that when you don't draw boundaries, a lot of people think, okay, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. But you're going to wear not only yourself out, but you're also going to wear other people out. Because how many times do we lack to draw boundaries around ourselves? We get sucked up into doing a whole bunch of things, frustrating ourselves, and then the people get frustrated with us because we're not doing exactly what they want us to do, exactly how they want us to do it when realistically speaking we're tired anyway and we don't want to do it but instead of just coming out and saying that we're just causing ourselves frustration and we're causing other people's frustration right so let me tell you a story I remember when my son probably was like three, he was turning three and I had his birthday party at the McDonald's Playhouse, which is a good idea, by the way. But I had to pay in advance for every person that was coming. And so what a lot of people tend to do is that they will say, oh, I'm going to come and they'll RSVP or whatever, but they know daggone well that they're not coming, but they're scared to tell you no. But see, on the other end of that, for the person who's planning it, because to them that sounds nice, right? Like, oh, I just don't want to say no, but knowing that you don't have no intentions of coming. So then when it came down to the day, I was missing some people and I called them 
One was on her way to a whole nother state. Another one, oh, I forgot, you didn't forget. But my point is, do you understand how you have now cost me money simply because you didn't want to tell the truth up front and draw boundaries and say, hey, I don't want to go? I would have accepted that answer. I would have much rather had that answer than to sit and waste my money to pay for food and plates and things and so and the people weren't there. And so I guess my point is, is that you have to understand when you fail to draw boundaries, even if you have the best of intentions, more than likely you're not only going to frustrate yourself, but you are also going to frustrate the people around you, right? So the second tip is don't let anyone guilt you into doing anything. See, a lot of people know that in order to get you to do stuff, they can try to guilt you into it, especially if you're a Christian. Oh, what would Jesus do? What would God do? You're such a good godly lady. But at the end of the day, what? why did I just read that Bible verse? To show you specifically that it is not good. God does not intend for us to do things and work ourselves to the bone on behalf of other people. That's just not what he intended for us. So if you are holding that truth within yourself, even as Christian as I am, I on no given day, I don't have any problem telling somebody no if I don't want to do something because I understand that I'm not going to allow you to guilt me into anything. The fact that somebody is trying to guilt you into something is problematic is problematic on their behalf, right? Either they, they ask you to do something, either you say no, they accept that answer, but never should they get into the space of trying to guilt you because that's really a manipulation tactic that they're using to get you to do what they want you to do. Now, they might be like, okay, they're going to do it, which most people do get guilted into stuff, but this is where you have to hold true to your boundaries and you have to say no. And a lot of people don't want to just say that. Like, oh, but I don't want to say no. You want to be wish-washy with your words, but the Bible specifically says, let your yes be your yes and let your no be your no. So if so even if somebody guilts you into doing something, if you turn around and you don't do it after saying yes, then understand that you have just caused yourself to sin because you lied. You told them that you was going to do it knowing daggone well that you wasn't going back to the first example. But if you understand that, okay, even if they're trying to guilt it to me, I don't want to do it. That's a big truth that you're facing within yourself. You don't want to do it. That's okay. And just say no. And that way your no is your no and you're not causing yourself to sin. And yes, the other person might be disappointed, but at the end of the day, that's their problem. What did we just talk about? You have to protect yourself at all costs. And if somebody else's situation or whatever they have going on in their life is causing you to stumble, it's causing you frustration, it's causing you burnout, it's causing you a headache, then you do not have to do it. You're not obligated to do anything. I don't care how godly you are if it's an effort to protect yourself. So the next one, number three, is do not let anyone disrupt your peace. I want to read the following Bible verse. I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. John 16, 33. The reason why I bring that up is because the world is filled with tribulations. Other people's lives is filled with tribulations. Other people's lives is filled with drama. Other people have emergencies that they want you to handle. Other people have things that they want you to do. But at the end of the day, that's their problem. And see, I know a lot of people say, oh, that's so horrible to think like that, but it's not. It's a difference between helping somebody, like, yes, it is in my will to help you. And it's another thing to be pulled into people's continuous tribulations, continuous drama, and continuous things that they have going on in their life 
simply because they can't handle their life. That's not your problem. If they are a grown person, then there is an expectation that they need to have some autonomy, aka you need to be able to handle things on your own without the interference of myself, especially if it's causing you to disrupt your peace of mind. If taking on other people's issues is causing you to disrupt your peace so much or is causing you frustration so much, then that's a problem for you because at the end of the day, you're supposed to have peace in the world of tribulation. And when somebody starts to disrupt that, then guess what? That means that you don't need to be doing what they're asking you to do, right? So understand that even with the best of intentions, if the intentions definitely cause you to falter into your mindset, like for example, if somebody wants you to do something, you're like, okay, fine, I do it, but you really don't want to do it. And you're stuck complaining, whining, and getting angry about the issue, then that is the adverse effect that you want to have. No, Because you know, now your peace is disrupted, right? And so that's not what we want. If you want to do something, it's supposed to bring you joy and happiness doing it. If you don't want to do something and you know that it's going to bring the opposite of that, then it's better for you not to do it because it's going to cause your peace to be disrupted, especially when you get into the mindset of anger and you get into the mindset of being resentful to the other person because you didn't want to do it in the first place, you get into the mindset of complaining, then that's where you're going to be wrong because now you have been shifted into a negative mindset when you really just should have drawn boundaries in the first place. So number four, cut people off, but in a polite way. It is not wrong to cut people off. I don't know why people believe that. As long as you are not cussing them out, trying to punch them in the face, or do something very disrespectful in order to cut people off, you can clearly say, I don't want to do X because this. I don't want to do this because this. And as long as you're not rude about it, be okay with doing that and be and not feeling any type of way about it. And that's what we need to normalize. As long as you are not being rude, manipulative, or vindictive when you talk to people or you draw boundaries around people, then you're not wrong. So if somebody says, oh, like for example, I remember this one supervisor, they was understaffed. Mind you, you have to know who is, what is my problem and what is your problem? If you are understaffed as an agency, that is your problem. She tried to guilt me into working overtime. And each time I said no. And here's how she would do it. Oh, you know, we're understaffed and we really need more people to work. And I really hope somebody volunteers. Maybe you can do it and all this other type of stuff. And what I said was, I have been here all day. I have worked my designated shift. I'm tired and I'm going to go home. And then she kept going on and on and on and on. And that's it. Because nothing that I said was wrong. Nothing that I said was disrespectful. And it is a way to draw boundaries about myself that I am tired. I have done my part here. And now I am going home. And as long as you're not like, man, y'all always asking me something crazy. Don't do that. But as long as you are respectful, as long as you are polite, and as long as you know within yourself that I am doing this because I am maintaining my own boundaries, there's no shame in that. Which brings me to my last point is do not feel bad about it. One of the main things that calls people to not draw boundaries is because they care way too much about what other people will think about them. 
If, if somebody asks you to do something or to volunteer for something or to fix their mess or to fix their life or whatever the case may be, especially as Christians, as soon as we say no, we're scared that people are going to say, well, what kind of Christian is, are you? But see, this is where you need to get steadfast in your faith. I will tell no people to people all day, every day. And on no given day, do I feel like that makes me less godly? Because what do I just know? I know what God told, I mean, I know what Jethro told Moses that you're going to wear yourself out always leading to up to other people's expectations. And at the end of the day, your purpose here is not to live by what other people want or think about you. Your purpose here is to live by your own accordance in which God gave you. So if God gave me the direction that I need to rest and that I'm doing too much, in no given day is a person going to come and tell me, oh, you're not a good Christian because you won't do X, Y, and Z when God already told me that I need to go sit down and I need to rest. And that's what a lot of people need to kind of get to. Stop paying attention and stop caring about what other people think and stop allowing them to guilt you into things that you don't want to do. If you know that you are definitely not doing it to be malicious, you are doing it to protect yourself, you are drawing boundaries because you want to protect your peace of mind, then you are good. God is good with you. He is not going to try to force you into situations to burn yourself out all in the name of calling yourself a good Christian. It doesn't work like that. He doesn't want that for his children. And a lot of stuff that we get coerced into doing people should probably fix their own problems themselves. And there is once again, no, especially if you're bailing like the same people out over and over and over again, there is no thing with saying you have created this mess and you need to deal with your own problems. And I don't have anything to do with that. God is not going to punish you for saying, I can't get involved in fixing other people's mess because they are grown behind people and they created it themselves. If there is somebody God wants you to help, he's going to direct you to that. But if you don't feel led to do it, don't feel guilted into doing it and don't feel bad when you don't want to do it. All right, guys. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to check the description box and I will talk to you guys another day, another time. Bye y'all.